Have you decided on your lightsaber yet? Oh God, I've I've got it all planned. It's what right you there. Planned? Right? Like you I plan built it? it, it just didn't hit pay, so it's all. Whoa, this is this like a custom number? Yeah. Okay, don't talk as if I knew what the fuck you were talking about. I said custom lightsabers. Yeah, but I mean custom as I mean custom in my head is hand built, not you choose your parts. Well, I've chosen the the focusing crystal and the hilt you style. You can't see the focusing crystal. Yeah, but it changes the color of the blade. Oh Jesus! Wait, is there uh, an actual blade or is it? What? What do you mean? No, it's not a real fucking. No, I, I mean, does it? Ha- it's not just like the hilt. No, it's like got an actual dueling blade on it, as they're called. But you can, I, it can be used. It can be used for moderate to aggressive dueling. Oh Jesus! The concept of you aggressive dueling is hilarious to me. <laughs> you realize if you were to purchase this, you're literally one step away from LARPing, right? I don't give a shit. It's so cool. I'm just. I want it on the record that this is what's happening. Ah, uh, dude, I would Star Wars lap if that was an option. No, you. Oh. Gentlemen, it's the 13th of April. Welcome to the Game of the Star Podcast. My name's Callum. My name's Ewan, and you need to stop sneaking up intros on me like that. No, I'm it not works ready. Perfectly fine. Um, so this is this is hot off the heels of Ewan returning from his own teenage years of I existence. That, I knew you were going to bring this up. I knew that this uh, was going to Because come he up. decided to go and watch a really shit bad play music two nights in a row because he remembers them when he was 17 and really manic depressive. Um, I was not whoa, whoa. Manic not manic, depre- sorry not manic depressive just what's the word a uh, teenager a little bitch I don't know what's the word <laughs> a teenager I think I, is g- the I guess I word. wasn't like that as a teenager no but, but you yeah but you still play magic so I do you're right because magic's fucking great but <sighs> I had a long conversation with somebody at that gig actually about magic cards and it just depressed me that I knew as much as it as did it depressed you it's cool. it depressed me it depressed me that I knew as much about it as oh, I did right, okay. via you it was yeah. scary, actually. That's awesome. But no, anyway, how, how was it being 17 again? It was awesome. It was surrounded by people of my age who were being exactly the same. Yeah. It was great. They were, were awesome. They all, were they also, like, crying in the corner? And There was no cry. It was, like... If you remove the fact about what the band is and... You can your, say, you can say who you want to go see. Yeah, so I went to see the farewell gigs for Funeral for Friends. Which is, I know, I understand that people have an attachment to that. That's fine, and that they have their own opinions on that music and all that kind of stuff. You put that to one side for a second. Put aside the fact that it's bad music. Let's just <laughs> whatever your opinion of them is. It's the first time I've been to like a farewell tour because this is their last. This is their last tour. They are they're disbanding and not sure. playing again. So yeah, it's a weird kind of moment when. Like, they played their last song and said, this is the last song we will ever be playing in Scotland. It's a weird feeling when that happens, when it's somebody who's been around for as long as they have. Um, and it, it showed, it actually, it was backed up, it backed up the fact that that's the only band of that genre that I actually really like, because the support for them, they had two support acts. One of them were alright, but one of them were terrible. Like, absolutely terrible. 
Like, even the people I was there with who are bigger fans than me thought it was terrible. Oh, okay. Maybe they I, were just a bad band. So that's what I thought. I thought they were just like, oh, there's some... Because they were, they were American as well. So I thought, oh, they just brought them over because they met them on tour or something. I don't know. And then the very last night, the guy said, uh, the lead guy from Funeral said, um, oh, we're so honoured to have these guys with us because these were the guys that inspired us 20 years ago. And I'm like, oh, really? Right. <laughs> like, really? Wow. All right, sure. Because they were shocking. It was. It looked as if the layout of the band looked as if, like, the, they had all come over from America and brought their dad who plays guitar with them. Right. Like, sure. it was It was really bizarre. It was really strange. But, yeah, they were god-awful. But Funeral were great for both nights. It was well worth, well worth going to. Good. So, yes... It was there, but that was fun. But I'm sure you were doing much more grown-up things like playing magic cards or... What What days? What, were, what was I doing? Sunday and Monday night. Sunday. What did I do on Sunday? I was actually playing magic on Sunday, so that is fair. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I was joking. Well, but... new set just came out, so we were like playtesting and stuff. Don't justify your weird hobbies to me. You don't you need to. You went and pretended you were 17 for two days. No, I Fuck was you. 17 for two days. Yeah. But the fact that I'm making real money means I could afford a nice hotel to stay in for those two days where I've been I'm 17. I'm making money now as well. You don't get to throw that in my face anymore. And we spent the entire pre-roll of this, you talking about buying a lightsaber. Let's oh, not it's going to be so good, Jun. Oh, we need to move oh on to it's going to be so good. We need to move on to video games before I slap you across the internet. I really... It's going to be so good, oh, Jun. Jesus. Anyway. The first time you stay with me, I'm just going to like hide... And it's spring out. Well, I mean, anyway. I'm, I'm coming to see you in a couple of weeks, so yeah. Are you? Me. Okay. <laughs> well, I thought I was told you. Okay, we'll talk about that off air. Never mind. Okay. Um, yeah, so in terms of video games, um, there's the one thing we've both... Because it's been three... This is three weeks since three the weeks? last one, so it's been a while. I haven't actually played that much new, like, just continuing with a bunch of stuff that was... That I've kind of been churning over for a while. Um, the new stuff, I finally got around to playing Strikes at Zero... Which is a game... Oh, the came... next game. Well, theoretically. Well, so it came it's out... advertised as a mech game. Yeah, so it came out, like, was it two? It wasn't last year, it was the year before, yeah, I think. Still, yeah. And I remember picking up in, like, a... It was a Humble Bundle or a Steam sale or something like that, and just never got into playing it. And I had a spare, like, couple of hours. I thought, hey, I want to play a mech game. It's been a while. Um, and I jumped into that, and I'm about two and a half hours into that game, and there's no mech yet. Oh, I feel like the mech is about to appear, like we're about to uncover like some secret mining operation that got shut down randomly, so I'm assuming they dug the mech out of a planet somewhere. Um but it's a kind of it's like a third person space game. Yeah. Uh, like kind of dogfighting game. Kind of more similar it's to not like a, a mech game. Well, it, no, it, it will be soon, but... Oh, you just all haven't of, got a mech yet. Yeah, like, all the advertising is, like, mechs all day, every day, but, like, they just give you a ship. Like, it's very kind of, like, third-person f- uh, free space to start with. Um, like, the controls, even, are kind of similar, except that you can do the whole thing in a gamepad, which is pretty good. Um, yeah, it seems cool. Like, it seems kind of a little bit budget, but it's pretty solid dogfighting combat and kind of interesting and i was just hoping that when the mech appears it's it's pretty good <laughs> but um right now it's kind of a bit average don't know um but i'll, I'll report back when i get a mech because i need to see i think yeah you need to at least owe it to yourself to try yeah, a mech i need to get to the mech because the last mech game i tried to play was zone of the enders when that hd release came out and oh yeah takes 
you need to be pretty good to beat the combat in that game. So it's not an easy game, but you do get in a mech within the first ten minutes. Yeah, like you're almost immediately in a mech um, yeah. after you do all the story stuff. Um, every time I because I follow Hideo Kojima on Twitter, and every time he's been posting a bunch of pictures of like him doing mocap or like his him recording mocap for whatever his next project is, and every now and then I look at it going. Could that be a guy in a mech, or could that be a mech itself? Like, is Zone of the Enders three just going to be the next big thing? He can't. He can't do Zone of the Enders. I know it'll be like Bone of the Crenders or something. Like, not... yeah, I know. He's not just going to make like off-brand name versions of his already existent IPs. No, you're right. He's going to make Boktai two because that thing went well. Oh, I'd fucking play Boktai two. Do you, you want to play Boktai? No. Okay, right. <laughs> I'd play Boktai two though. Okay. Weird light sensor that, video game, yeah, sure. Like I'd the, play that. The, 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 like the cartridge itself had a was that Game Boy game? Game Boy Advance game. Game Boy Advance had a game. Light light sensor on the cartridge. So you had to play it at night or just Yeah, we'd like change dungeons and stuff depending on how much light you had. I don't know. Weird fucking like the most Hideo Kojima game, game GBA game you could possibly that, make. Yeah, that I was about to say, yeah. The most definitely the most Hideo Kojima GBA game. Not the most Hideo Kojima video game. No. I was talking to somebody actually about um what was the name of the Game Boy Metal Gear game? Babble. Ghost, Ghost Babble. Ghost Babble. That game was really fucking good, and not a lot of people know it existed. Because yeah. like, it's like a weird middle story between, like, 1 and 2 or something. Yeah, like. but, like, yeah. the MSX games or something. Is it not? I can't remember. I can't but, remember. Um, yeah, that game's really good, and not a lot of people knew it existed. I played well, that the same, game multiple times. It's the same thing as... Uh, mm. Acid, where a lot of people think that game's garbage, and I think it's really good. I love Acid. I like Acid. I thought it was great. And I thought 2 was better than 1 as well. Yeah. And, um, Even though I had that weird... The art style was cool, but I don't know how I felt about Snake with a big, like, courfois thing on his... Yeah, he looks weird. It looked acid was the, the game I got at launch with my PSP. Was Acid 1, yeah. Was acid 1, which came with the... Oh, was, no, sorry, it was 2 that came with the fake... 2 came PD with the glasses. VR thing, yeah. Yeah. You put over your PSP. Bizarre. Um, yeah, complete side note, like, having watched all the VR stuff come out, like, man, I want a VR headset. I yeah, really the, do. It's really, but, like, they're really cool. And, like, from my perspective, because I've seen it all as well, like, the Vive looks a bit more fun than the Oculus because it's actually got some cool video games on it. Yeah. But I think that's mainly because the controllers add a lot to it. It's those controllers, it appears to be. And I was, I was reading something just before we started recording that, um, I think it was the Job Simulator guys, maybe, were saying that, like... With the Oculus controllers, if you add the Oculus controllers to the Rift, the experience is basically identical. Sure. Except for the room stuff. Yeah. Like, the um, room scale. Yeah. yeah. So they appear to be both equally as accurate. It's just really once you total the prices, it's a matter up, of which timing. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Um, but yeah, there, there are some cool things on each of the things. I don't. I still don't think they're worth the money. Not right now. Five is damn cool. It is not seven hundred quid's worth of cool. Yeah, like it's it's totally outside the range of I want to get this for giggles just because it's yeah. cool tech. Like. For it's... 700 quid, I could get three lightsabers. That's... <laughs> and attach them just to yourself permanently. I just have, yeah, just constantly superglue them to myself. Superglue one to the bottom of my wrist so it's like an Assassin's Creed. Yeah, you just want lightsaber, lightsaber Assassin's Creed blade. That would be... Yeah. That'd be oh, awesome. Man. Like, in the inevitable future Assassin's Creed when they bite the bullet and do it. What, it'll future be a, Assassin's Creed? Yeah, it'll be like a laser sword. It'll be a fake yeah, lightsaber. Did you not see that um, the Titanfall trailer? I did, yes. Where the giant mech has a sword, but it's not like a cool beam katana, it's just a fuck-off bit of lightning metal. Yeah, it's, it's like a buster sword-sized yeah, thing. For a robot. It's I fucking get, great. Yeah, I hope that game's good. I, I really, really would have wanted a beam saber, though. 
I would have much <laughs> oh, preferred yeah. a beam saber. It doesn't fit the kind of military aesthetic they have, no, though, with that thing. But beam sabers are cool. <laughs> beam sabers are always cool. They're never not cool. Yeah. Beam whips are even weirder. Beam whips are really cool. Because, like, be all, already beam sabers defy the laws of physics, but beam whips just are completely batshit. Yeah. They make no sense. Yeah. Um, so their new game I tried was, uh, again, it was the PS Plus game, or one of the PS Plus games for this month, was Zombie with an I. Yes, the Zombie U. Without port. the U. Yeah. Um, and it's... So yeah, it's come out for basically everything. I think PC version is coming out soon as well. Yeah. And it is that Wii U launch game mapped over to PS4. And it's weird seeing that game without the kind of gimmicky stuff that made it good in the first place. Like it was one of the stronger Wii U games that came out at launch. And it was this it was the stuff like there's there's two things that really kinda of capitalized with Wii U on was one was the scanner where you'd hold up hold the controller up to your up at the screen and control it as a scanner to scan the environment to look for like items and and if people were infected and all that kind of stuff. And in this one, you like you just push L one and it just appears, and you're just like, eh, it's not quite the same. And the big thing that made it the kind of um, survival thing was that to manage your inventory, you had to hit the button and manage your inventory on the controller. Oh yeah, the bottom screen, yeah. Which means you weren't watching the main screen, which means that things could sneak up on you in the main screen while you were managing your inventory. And yeah. again, here you hit options and like the backpack just appears on the screen. Like time still runs in the background, but um, it's not doesn't have the same kind of effect and cool. No, because I'm imagining you could probably still look around you while you're in the menu. No, the stuff. menu takes up the entire middle bit of the screen. Like, oh, but it doesn't the pause the game. No, 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 oh, yeah, it doesn't yeah, pause yeah. the game. Yeah, yeah, but you can still see that kind of periphery. But it still takes a good three or four seconds to take your backpack off and put it back on again. So you're uh, kind okay, of, sure. and you die super easy in that game. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also that game, they have not improved the graphics in that game at all. That game no. looks like ass. It is really not a good look. It doesn't even run very well either. Yeah, it's. Um, but yeah, it's an interesting concept. I kind of want to see what the, how they, they go with it. And it's weird to see that kind of game in uh, like a London setting where you're, like, you're crawling through like subway tunnels to get to Buckingham Palace. To like the, 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 One of the opening missions is you have to get into Buckingham Palace and raid them for guns because apparently that's where all the that's, guns are. Well, there's an armory under Buckingham Palace, isn't there? Yeah, like you would think that it kind of makes sense, but then you've got like zombies coming towards you with like the, the Buckingham Palace guard uniforms yeah, on with the big hats and everything um yeah they're it's not weird. beef eaters beef eaters is that what they're called they're no they're not beef eaters beef eaters are the like i can't remember anyway there's something sorry. else um but yeah so I, I i want to play a little bit more of that game to see where it goes but um yeah not particularly not particularly not enthused by that um sure. unfortunately um and then we played the the Final Fantasy fourteen Platinum demo. 15 we did play that. Platinum demo. We won't talk too much about that because we've recorded the whole 15 minutes of it or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, it was bizarre. Uh, that'll probably go up next week. But yeah, yeah that's a weird It's a weird demo. thing. Um, yeah, and as, as for stuff like Only I Did, that kind of covers it. The only other thing that I'll, I'll say is the... The PlayStation 3.5... PS4 3.5 update went up and... Amongst all a bunch of smaller tweaks, um, the two big things that for me anyway were there is now a dedicated Twitch app that you can download. It sits with all like your Amazon, your Netflixes, and all that kind of stuff. Oh, that's good. Sure. I haven't actually tried it yet because like I get on my Twitch. Well, I'll be too. useful for come June time. 
for oh no wait well, I was gonna say for I was gonna say thirty three but that doesn't get displayed on Twitch does it no it's not on Twitch anymore um but also like yeah we won't need what that. do we do at E3 now that Keeley's like not a thing yeah and I don't neither's know. GT GT's not a thing anymore. GT's not a thing, so like we just watch the GameSpot stream. Like I, don't, I guess I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Um, who knows if E3 will even run this year? But it's all yeah, well. I'll run. Like <laughs> people have passes. Like it's yeah. gonna happen. It's like, soon as well. It's like two months. Yeah, Peter Moore will just turn up and go. Ah oh, shit, we didn't book it. Oh, I'm yeah. okay with that. If, if it's Peter Moore, they just go in. Oh, sorry guys. I don't know. <laughs> well, sports. Um, Sport, do I talk about sports? No. Yeah. Okay. No. Like, that's kind that's of what I want. Fear. I want them to realise that nobody actually cares about the sport. There are, sorry, like, there are specific people that talk care about the sports, but not enough to but dedicate. The hoop, God, the hoop God cares about sports. Listen, the Hoop God should be their pre- presenter next year. Like, it shouldn't be, like, Bad Guy from Mirror's Edge. It should be the Hoop God is the guy that presents. Oh, I forgot the Bad Guy from Mirror's Edge looked like the Yeah, he's, he's their CEO or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, it should just be the Hoop God, and he should refer to himself in the third person constantly. The entire time, yeah. yeah. I wonder how he's... I need, to, I need to check up on his tweets to see if he's been active since E3 last year. The Hoop God's here to present Resident 2. The Hoop God doesn't <laughs> yeah. understand this video game, it doesn't no. have hoops. The Hoop, God, the Hoop God does not understand this game that has no hoops and no balls. Has no balls, no hoops, but it does have a lady, and the Hoop God love him, some women. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the 3.5 update has the Twitch app... And also has the PC and Mac remote play, which yeah. we played about with to do a couple we did, of videos. We recorded videos of it. It's it's impressive. Like understand. Like I was running mine obviously over my my home network. Um, yeah, I think if you'd wired it up, it would have been smoother because we so, had I mean, so that like, wasn't wi- that wasn't wired up. Oh, I was was it wired up? Okay, yes. weird. So the thing is that I it, it appears to talk to the internet. Like it doesn't look for. It appears to go over the internet, as far as I can tell. Um, but it, it's it it hides all that stuff. Like it doesn't say. It just says you log in with your PS your PSN name, and it says searching for active PS4s. It finds your primary PS4 and then just connects you. Right. Like, there's okay. no like. Do you want to use your LAN? Do you want to do it over the internet? Like so. Right. I think it just tries to make a best guess. So hopefully they patch in a thing that says like no, just look for it on my network. Like to make it really really quick. But um, like it runs uh 720p. Um, at reasonably high frame rates, it's yeah, it was seemed fine. It was a bit stuttery, but it was all right. Yeah, it wasn't even stuttery. It was like there was artifacting definitely on the yeah. on some stuff, and it is weird. Like even just playing, like I played a bit of just like Hell Divers or something like that, just to make sure that before we recorded, just to make sure like it was reactive and like sitting in front of a PC with a PS4 controller, it did feel like there was no lag, like there was no noticeable lag. Yeah. I could tell, but it was weird because it was very noticeably like a video. Like it had video artifacting and stuff like that. It was. It Is was, that how it works? Is it just a video? I don't it's a video actually stream. know how that works. It's a video okay. stream. It's totally just a video stream that just and they just send the controls back over over the network. But um, it was weird being able to control a video. Like you know, you can tell when something is like recorded footage just because yeah, of the way you the see compression the weird, looks. Like, framing stuff. Yeah, like being able to control that with a controller was a really weird feeling. But once you once you get into it, like it just it feels totally as if you're just playing it on the monitor. Yes, yeah. it's, it's remarkably well done, and um, yeah, it was it was very very cool, and it seems like it works. So it means we can now do videos of PS4 stuff easily. Yes, which is which is a bonus. So we we'll did see. that video of Flame on which Flame was, Over, Flame Over. Sorry, um, that was that was fun. Great. Which is a really cool game. So those videos will probably got next week. But um, but yeah, that's all the stuff like that. Just I did. Um, I know we both played the Division, but yes. is there anything of your own that you've been at? Uh, I. So I keep playing Stardew Valley. Uh, mm. I'm 
slowing down on that. Because uh, I feel like you're reaching the end, or yeah, I've like put, your I've end, like, or the end. I've, I've put my like fifty hours into it, and I'm like, I think I've pretty much seen everything this has got to offer. Right, it's a really fucking good video game. Right, and fifty hours is about the time where I'm like, okay, I think I've got it. Like, <laughs> right, sure, I quite understand this. Uh, played a few, played a few, but games of Heroes of Magic Three. Sure. The video game you might not have heard of because you're calm and it's not like we've got three videos of it up in sight or anything like that no uh, that's a really good video game you should check it out if you haven't heard of it before um, what else did I do oh I started playing Baldur's Gate again yes uh, because that the for some reason a fucking expansion came out to a game from 1996 yeah so I mean we're going to talk about this a little bit in news but like who, who's, yeah. the, who's the company that did the, the remaster Ember oh. Games, Emblem Games. Uh, I can't remember. I'll look it up while you're talking. But. Yeah, but um, so they released an, an actual expansion to the enhanced edition that tells the story that happened of what happens to the main character in between one and two, which is a story that like no one knew. Sure. Uh, uh, right Beam, Beam Dog was the Beam Dog. Sure. Sure. Uh, so I started playing through Baldur's Gate One on the enhanced edition. Uh, again, I've played through many, many a time because it's probably one of the best video games ever created. Sure. And yeah, that made, like I've never been more assured in that point than since playing through it right now. That game is nigh on a masterpiece. Right, that thing is a astonishingly good RPG, it's like fantasy RPG, and it's how you should probably do those style of RPGs. But it's def- it, it is very much one of those games, though, right? But it's but it's the one of those games. Sure, yes, it's the, it's the game that did that. Granted, there was like Icewind Dale and stuff before it, but like. This was the game for a lot of people. Icewind Dale like, was before. I think so. There was no. one before it. I can't remember which one it was. No, Icewind oh, Dale was like two thousand. I can't remember which one it was before it. Yeah, I'll, I'll see if I can find it. There was one before it, but like Baldur's Gate was the game. It was my game. It was a lot of people's like one of those games, uh, and just like playing through it, and like now that I'm older, like really being able to understand like what the characters are stay- saying and like their motivations and their place in the world and stuff like that it's re- like it's a really fucking good video game <laughs> um granted it's still following under the rules of D 2.5 or 2 or whatever it is right which is real dumb old as shit right. yeah like really dumb like faco is the dumbest calculation i've ever seen known to man I still uh, don't understand it. I still don't particularly get how it works. Faco is right. I'm going to try and explain to this. Hit at armor class to zero. hit armor class zero, which is like this is the rule you need to hit this person if they weren't wearing any armor. Yeah. And this was back in the day when armor was you wanted a low armor class because yes. it meant that it would take off less from your Faco modifier. So the Thaco yes. modifier would start at like 20, and if your armor class was 1, it would be 20 minus 1, so you'd need a 19 to hit you. Yes, it was a weird and you calculation. Get like, yeah, weird things where it was like, you would end up with fucking black knights who had an armor class of minus 4. So they ended up where your Thaco was 24, so you needed yep. a 24 to hit and stuff like that. It sure. was bizarre. Much easier in D&D now where your armor class is just a big number. It makes way more sense now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I only understand it because I've played Baldur's Gate so much. I'd never played 2.0. I've only played a bit of 3.5, and that's not got Faco in it either. They got rid of Faco in third edition, I think. But right, um, yeah, and it's like because it's an old D and D system, it's infinitely easy to break. Like paladins are overpowered, and 
right. all that sort of stuff is done. But yeah, Baldur's Gate is just an incredible video game, and I really enjoyed playing through it again. So uh, are you actually playing the expansion, or? Yeah, I will when I get to it. Oh, you're just not good. Do you, I mean, know how, do you know how it integrates into the game? I think it, what happens after the main game, because there's oh. the main game, there's Tales of the Sword Coast, and then this. Right. So you've got to, so I've got to go through all that. Uh, I'm on Act 2 of the main story. Um, there are four acts in that, and then there's Tales of the Sword Coast, which isn't very long, I don't think. And then I might get to the expansion. It's called sure. Siege, of, Siege of Dragonspear? Is that what it's called? Siege of Dragonspear, yes. Yeah. And I'll be interested, because it's, it's a story that... Um, hasn't been known in the Baldur's Gate lore because in like the end of Baldur's Gate 1 something bizarre happens and then in 2 you just kind of wake up in a prison and you're like oh I'm the same person but it, there's, not, there's no connection between the two but now we get this kind of connection sure. um, other than that not really I really meant to play episode 2 of Life is Strange but I got kind of busy with really adult things like cleaning and stuff <laughs> sure um, so I'm going to play through that at some point, probably this week. Cool. It'll be interesting I, to hear so. your your opinions on that. Yep. Um, but other than that, it's just the division is what. Yeah. We're so we finally dived into division, like yeah. at the end of the end of the release month when because I the, got paid so I could get a good graphics card to play the division on. Yeah. I I'm I'm enjoying that game so yeah, far. Yeah, that game's cool. Like we're like um, six or seven hours into it at this point. Um, what's time played? Ten hours. Ten hours. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's. Totally one of those games, and it is, a, it is a, an MMO shooter in the vein of Destiny, very yeah. much. So the, the amount of overlap between them is 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 really cool. But there is yeah. something about it being like a real world setting. Yeah, that kind of makes it more interesting. And I don't know how because like Destiny was interesting because it was styled cool. Yeah, it was interesting like cool. for a different. But reason. the fact that it was the fact that this is put in the modern world actually kind of makes it a little bit more interesting. Sure. I don't know why. Maybe it's just more compelling, more tactile. Yeah. But it does also the have... Green, what, the, what they call the virus? Is it Green Death or whatever? Green Poison. Green Poison, that's the one. Um, but they did... Uh, it does It does create some really weird, like, gamey stuff in there where, like, the upgrades for your appearance, we end up with, like, trendy work pants and all that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, trendy work pants. It's just... It's, Mo- modern cargo shorts. Yeah, like, modern cargo shorts provide yeah. armor and all it's the it's, fact that you run up to random civilians who have survived the virus outbreak who are asking for bottles of water and you give it to them and they give you a fucking windbreaker yeah like, like oh that's weird we just get this spare jacket that we won't need because we're obviously not we'll need. give it to you division agent so you yeah. can look more trendy out in the dark zone it's yeah it's very very strange but when that, we had- like the other gamey thing where you're fighting other random humans but other random humans can take 20 bullets to the head but you can take two that yeah, pretty- like that. That's the big thing. That's the big difference between this and Destiny. Is like Destiny, like the like raid, uh, like strike bosses and stuff like that, um, or elites. Like they can be physically bigger or have like more armor or like harder to hit areas because they're aliens, right? And you can do that. But in terms of division, like all these guys are human and they're just like once you so put- spongy. Big one, bullet spongy. Once you've put one of them in like a riot suit, not a riot suit, uh, like a bomb defusal suit, like yeah. that's that's the that is the most, that is the armor, most armor, a human, armor a human can wear. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like the fact that they've all just like the, like the, the 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 gradings of enemies are like veterans, elites, and then named and the, like yeah, this dude's got a name. Yes. He's- Ripper like, or whatever. This guy is Matthew and he's scary. Like this that is, is why what? I also I love the fact that the first time we were running through a map and I was like, Okay, we're gonna fight a boss at the end of this and you're like, What do you think it is? And I went, I bet it's a guy with a minigun. 
and it yeah. was a big guy with a minigun. It was totally was a big like, guy with a minigun. Yeah, of course it was, because that's how you do human bosses, is this yeah. guy's got a huge fucking gun. Yeah. Look like, at his minigun, look at his giant flamethrower with many tanks all over his back. It's Like, I kind of just wanted to go, like, Metal Gear, where it's got all the, the kind of proper modern military mm-hmm. fiction in it, but also there's a dude in a bomb suit with rollerblades. Yeah, like, if it had gone, like, crazy with it, yeah, if you yeah. fought Fat Man, that would have yeah, been great. Yeah, like, I just, I just want to fight, like, Fat Man and Mantis. And, I want to fight a Hound D. That would be great. You know fight we're going to fight. a helicopter. It's a, it's a game with rocket launchers. There's going to be a helicopter at some Yo, point 50. we're going to have to fight. <laughs> there's a helicopter. <laughs> 50, there's a rocket launcher. <laughs> uh, jokes that four people will get. Um, yes, it's it's a really, really cool game. And um, I'm yeah. liking the, the progression and the the kind of the progression towards the cat i i like the fact that well i I both like and don't like the fact that there is like there are build trees for your various like abilities and stuff like that yeah but there's like no variation between individuals you don't like pick a class you all will eventually have all the abilities Mm. but you just like pick and choose which one you want which i don't know i think it's good because it means that you don't have to like level multiple characters or whatever yeah but because yeah, like and it, um, it just, it Guild Wars you... 2 did that where, or not Guild Wars 2 who was it that did that Final Fantasy 14 14 did that where like one character could learn every job right but like no one did that well some people did because they were fucking mental but like <laughs> you, you, the, the whole point of like re-rolling characters to try different classes was part of the MMO thing and yeah. if you did it all in one thing it just kind of makes it and it's easy as well like it's not hard to get all the abilities there's no like there's no, no like it's, big it's, quest to go on to get your ultimate ability or whatever. It's just kind of you just get it. It's just progression, really. Yeah, it's like, just as you get more of the points, you spend the points and you get the ability, see, and everybody's I, got it. So it's, I wonder what the push is going to be then for you to start a new character because I think there will be. Well, that's the thing because like because like Destiny's got three character slots because there's three classes and yeah. you can't switch between them. But yeah, in this like they give you multiple slots, but why would you want to re-roll a character? If you could, if you're just gonna get the same skill set again, yeah, like I don't know. Like unless they do like a prestige thing, or I don't know. Who like knows? the only variance I think would be like if you wanted to do variances in like gear, but then I don't know why you would do that. Yeah, like you stick it in your yeah, you stick you it in your stash and you run with yeah, different you swap gear out when you spec. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's a strange one. But um, yeah, and we had our first experience in the dark zone, which actually went better than. Oh, it was cool. I, I like thought, dark zone. yeah, like we just the dark, the dark zone is the area, like the PvP area, where it's all like you you walk through the door and Garrus, who's on your watch, says <laughs> lost connection to signal, and you're like, oh, this shit's gone down here. Yeah, this is a bad place to be. It's but the it, bad place where like the the like Sema uh, and all those people have just like given up and said like we can't do anything about this area. This is where PvP happens, where all yeah. the best loot so you can, is. Other agents can take you down. Um, so it's like yeah. really, really hard enemies, but also there are players there, and the players we met were all like pretty cool about it. They were all kind of alright about it, yeah. They like, ran up to us, the jumping jacks, and we're like, okay, cool. And we like called in a helicopter and survived the waves together. And I do, I do love how like out of with no effort put in by the game, jumping jacks have become the signal for. No, I'm cool. Everybody finds their own language in MMOs. Yeah, and you jumping jacks the is the way you're doing it. it. Jumping jacks is the way you do it in the division. Um, like, what was it you said the way you did it in the Destiny when you found a chest? Someone like either waved or like you, danced. On I top mean, of it. they do have a point emote which uh, goes across the kind of uh, instance chat, yeah. so you can just you can literally point at something, and it'll, it'll flag up on their on their HUD. Yeah. yeah, like it was. 
it's it's always interesting in these things, which I because I never played MMOs, but it's interesting to see those social dynamics appear. Yeah, where, there is a really cool where people develop their own language, and, and it was it wasn't even the language stuff. It was more the fact that like when Destiny did the the like uh, sandbox missions where like you would have to walk up either with your own team or like the, the events that would focus people on a specific spot. Um, when the I can't even remember what expansion was. The House of Wolves expansion came out, and you would fight the big enemy, and then somewhere in that area, a chest would spawn. So you would, you would, everyone would converge in this point and defeat this big, big boss, and then everyone would split up to go look for the chest. And the minute I think I can count, like maybe once or twice, people found the chest and went right, fuck you all, and just left. But yeah. most of the time, like even the people that were not in your group or your whatever the group was, I can't remember, um, fire team they would hang about at the chest if they found it and point and spam the point thing so that everyone would know where they were and they could run over and get it. There's yeah. no there's no bonus for doing that. There's no reason why they would do that. But, like, people were just genuinely nice in that thing. Yeah, which, yeah we're just fine with it. Um, I, I think I told the story, the, the Destiny story, about me exploring the Dreadnought to try and get the special chest that was in there. Yeah. Um, like, that kind of stuff happening randomly and just, like, talking to people that I would never talk to Otherwise, yeah, it's and, like weird dynamic events and stuff like that are good in MMOs for it's like really, it's driving awesome. people together. So yeah, the fact that like our first our first um, Dark Zone experience was yeah. a positive one as opposed yep. to just walking in and being gunned down. And we down. found we found a rogue agent and we fucked him up. Yeah, it's great. I love how quickly you turned. Like as soon as as soon as he you discovered he was rogue, rogue he was like it, there he is. Down him, down it's, him. It's it's the Dark Zone. It's every man for himself, and if he done bad, I'm going to shoot him in the head. And he I did, can't... because he had red letters on his name. Fuck <laughs> him up. I can't wait for the moment where I accidentally become rogue, and you just go, well, sorry, it's blam. I, like... I'll totally do it. You did bad thing, you get shot. That's what happens. <laughs> uh, I hope you remember that when you do it at some point. If I, if, if, if I turn on people, then yes, by all means, people are sure. allowed to come and hunt me down. But sure. vigilante justice is the Vigil- only way to yes. do it. Vigilante justice is how it works. Um, I am looking forward to getting more, more through that game and see how the dynamic changes when you hit the level cap. Yeah, I think the high level dark zones because I've seen like videos online of like people like one v sevening and yeah. stuff like that, and it's it, it does feel a lot more tense when you get there. Like the fact that we missed the the launch rush means that like the level the the first dark zone area is just empty now. Yeah, like like non populated MOs are going to be like that. Like the low level stuff is just going to be awful. Yeah. Unless so you, like, once we get the cap, we'll yeah. Once we get to thirty or whatever the cap is, yeah. thirty, thirty. Yes. I know uh, that the the patch launched today with the raid in it. I yeah. I'm I'll, excited to see what the fuck a raid is in a modern yeah, set. Like, yeah, me too. Like, how do you do what that? What is the big raid boss at the end? I don't understand what that is. It's, it's, it's tank, probably going to be a tank really? or a yeah. helicopter or something. And we're just going to have to pour actual bullets into this tank until it explodes. Explodes. And it's going to be really weird. Or it's gonna, there's going to be, like, random spawn points where they can be, like, javelin missiles or something that you have to go and get and fire. And Yeah. Like, I guess it could be interesting. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Threat. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how your um, threat management is. You yeah. never having played an MMO. <laughs> no, I'm familiar with threat management, like, or just, or at least counting people about. Anyway, um, yeah, we should do more of that this week. Actually, oh yeah, we will. Um, but yeah, apart from that, was there anything else? Or um, no, I think that's about it. Does. Yeah, um, there's some weird things in. As uh, a last point, mm. some weird things in the vision where, like, so it's like cities collapsed because of the virus, and there are like various groups of rogue people that have spawned up. 
and like you find random bits of evidence about these people doing bad things. Yeah, they're all awful. Like it's, surprisingly dark. And it's pretty dark. dark. For like, like there's a video of like one of them is the cleaners, and they're like people who want to kill the virus with fire, which is right. That's how you go kill a virus. <laughs> and um, but they just like burn people, and there's like a, a POV of like someone with a camera phone like trying to escape them, and they get burned alive on their camera phone, and you can hear them. It's, it's really up. awful, yeah. Like I knew, I knew it could potentially take that turn when they did that the tra- the E three trailer from a couple of years ago, where like there was no actual people and it was like footprints in the snow and yeah, like all that one. Like that was a really cool trailer, but it's also real morbid. Yeah, it was a really yeah morbid. Um, but they're 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 sticking to their guns on that one, which would be yeah. which I, I kind of admire about it. But yeah, it's I also really like pretty the, dark. Uh, when we got to like the main base and like throughout the thing, I got to like nerd out over biology stuff because there's yeah. like a. There's a whole there's a whole series of evidence that's from like your doctor friend that's like here's what we've learned about the virus from a biological perspective. I was like, ah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Do you like, remember? It, do you remember how pissed off you were when we went underground and there was the whole room that was on fire that said it was contaminated? Yeah, that made no fucking sense whatsoever. <laughs> so like, when you get into like super contaminated areas and your character has to put on their like filter mask. Yeah. The, the really cool UI in this game, by the way. Yeah, like awesome. super good UB UI that's all like floating in front of you and stuff. Come, the UI comes up with like what's contaminated, and the whole floor was on fire, and it was saying contaminated. And I was like, that I I, I, I said it loud to you in a voice chat. I said, no, like that doesn't happen. Like viruses don't live in this situation. Like a virus doesn't survive in a fire. It doesn't happen. And if they did, we'd be in more trouble than they and are if they in the did, game. If they did, we're fucked. Like fire <laughs> is the fire is like the basic, like most basic last line of defense we have against the virus. Like viral outbreak, if we can't contain it through like proper like CDC regulation and all that sort of stuff of limiting people and like worrying about vectors, if we can't do any of that, we burn the place to the ground. Yep. Like that's all we have left. And if it survives fire, we're all screwed as a race because yep. we don't know how to fucking kill it at that point. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, the biology is like fine. They talk about how it's like really difficult to try and treat because it's got a large amount of genetic drift, which is true. If it, if a virus did have a lot of genetic drift, it would be really hard to find and like treat and stuff. So they seem to have done at least a little bit of homework. Yeah, like some of it the, made sense. The, the fact that they talked about how it was like the most dumb chimeric virus ever, or bacteria, I can't remember what they said it was, but it was like. It's like a thing that's got genetics from like H1N1 and norovirus and like all the genes of all the worst things. All like, the really you, scary ones. You yeah. could do that, but I don't think the thing would be alive if you put that many genes into it with like <laughs> that. I think it would be so unstable that it would just die. Right. But um, yeah, it was like a cool idea. Yeah. They've got, the, they've got the right idea of like, this is how a crisis management thing where it's all like UV lights and like signs telling you to wear your protective yeah. equipment and all that stuff. And also just like Green Poison is a pretty great name for a... Green Poison is a really good street name for a drug that was carried on money, a, a disease that was carried on money. Yeah. That's a really good like colloquial name. Yeah. And I, I like how, I, I assume what's going to happen at some point is we're going to end up with the 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 enemy groups that are like well this is result of capitalism and fuck money and all that kind of stuff because that's where it started and this is all the bank's fault and like the real like preppers and oh like they blame the banks not yeah like, like they blame capitalism and yeah. yeah like the the real crazies if we all just didn't care so much about money none of I us would have died exactly 
Um, but yes, but yeah, that, that, that's cool. That's game. Like yep. that game. We'll get. We'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll, we'll we'll keep updated. Hopefully, we get to the. the we'll the get to the end soon eventually. enough. Um, yeah, but before we get into news, I think it's your turn to give us some audio delights. Yes, so I went to look for um, to I basically wanted to put something from the Flameover soundtrack on today, but I I am still working we out how. How I can legally pay it. for that. Yeah. Like, yeah. You legally can't buy it. Like, the music apparently seemed to have been done by a third party company, and, like, it's all on SoundCloud, but there's no download link. There's no, like, here's where you can buy it. Like, it's a, like a contracted music company. Yeah. Because I would have done it la- la- my turn as well, but there's no way to legally get it. Yeah. So it's I, might hard just, to play. I, might just, I might just have to send them a, an email and say, like, how do I. Give me a thing to give you money for this. Yeah. Like, I want to be able to pay for this somehow. I've already bought the game. How do I, how do yeah. I get this? Um, so yeah, so as a backup, I am revisiting Krypton Necrodancer because oh, okay, I've sure. been playing so much of that game again recently. Finally got to the third world. Damn good game. Oh yeah, the, the Fire and Ice one. The Fire and Ice one. And yeah. the enemies in that thing are just so fucked up. Like, I'm they are. Struggling but it's to deal really with cool it. where it flips between uh, EDM and like death metal. Yep. On the, it's a really cool idea. And I, and I started playing through the first two zones again with the... Who's the one that's not Family Jewels that does the soundtrack? A style, a a rival, a rival. Yeah, um, the guy soundtrack... that did the Street Fighter Cross Mega yes. Man. Yeah. Um, that soundtrack is also really good. That yes. is a really good version of that soundtrack, and the fact that it's shipped with three separate soundtracks is awesome. What was the one that you sent me during the week that was done by Jake Coffin? Was that just like a fan thing? That was his. Like he, he like it's all danny b's music but he just remixed oh, is that it. In, but is that in the game no 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 it was just oh. a thing that he did and sure um, he remixed that in an 8-bit style yeah a lot of it was really good it's, it's really, really good very yeah, cool. it's a cool album um so yeah so i'm taking um rhythm mortis as this track for this one because i i kept glossing over it for the tracks that are actually the levels yeah and when you actually listen to the full version it's the song from the lobby and if you actually listen oh, to sure. the, the full unfiltered version of that song it's actually really really catchy um so yeah so this is rather mortis from the the crypt of the dancer soundtrack um if you want to check posts you can find out where you can buy it there's band camps and various things as well and it's on yeah. spotify and youtube and all that kind of stuff but you should probably just buy it because like we've said you should it's great the award-winning soundtrack for crypt of the Necrodancer um from many reputable video game websites such as ours um but yes respectable ish Um, so yeah check the post where you can buy them and we'll be back after this Mortis from the Crypto Necrodancer soundtrack. You should check it post and buy that album and buy the game because the game's awesome as well. Uh, so in terms of news, a um, couple of couple of small stories, not a lot of big ones, but we'll very quickly get through some of this. Um, 
Oh, I should have talked about this in the last segment, actually. Have you been playing about with Mitomo at all? Uh, no, right. So I, the story <laughs> I have about Mitomo was... Um, so I played, wait, I played it on the site, played through... Uh, what was it called again? Tomodachi Life. Actually, yes. Played that and thought that game was fucking dumb, but really yep. cool. Yep. And then saw Mitomo and it's like, oh, it's just like Tomodachi Life. Um, and then just completely forgot to download it. So it's and nothing then, like Tomodachi Life. <laughs> is it not? Okay. No. But I went to go see uh, a bunch of my friends, um, the, 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 the Scottish Shin Megami Tensei community. As sure. We've talked uh, about we, it on here, I think, before. Yeah, we all met up and went out for dinner. And the first thing that was said to me, I like, walked up to the group and was like, hey guys, and my friend Christina turned to me and went, do you have Viatomo yet? And I was like, what? No. What the hell are you talking about? She's like, you need to get it. We've all got it. It's the best thing ever. Like, guys, have you played through Tomodachi Life? And they're like, no. I was like, guys, let me tell you about Tomodachi Life. <laughs> I bought Snoop Dogg's Walnuts, right? And they're fucking great. And yeah, we just spent the time talking about that and then arguing about Persona again. But yeah, so I've been urged to get me a Tomo. You should get me a Tomo just for academic purposes and just academic add, me, purposes. add me on it and just see how dumb that thing actually is. I will download it as you talk right yes. now. Um, it's, give you my live reactions. It's kind of, it's got the visual style and the text-to-speech of Tomodachi Life. Um, yeah, that's what made me think it was almost exactly like Tomodachi Life. But it doesn't have, like, any gameplay as far as I can tell. Like, it's can I, just kind of... Can, can, can I buy Snoop Dogg Walmart? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen any food-based transactions in it yet. It's all costumes. What good is it then? Exactly. Like that's the thing. But like, I added a couple of friends on it, and it appears to be. I saw something on Twitter describe it as a um, the best tool for social engineering um, ever because it basically just kind of asks you questions about yourself, and then you answer them, and then your when your friends appear you hear their answers to their questions, and your answers to your questions go to them. And you get money for listening to answers to questions and answering questions, and that's it. Right. Okay. I'm presuming it's going to get bigger than that, but like, I so just... it's like the, it's like a weird version of that one tool with actually building where you like get to ask questions to your yes, totally. It's, it yeah. is that, and it sounds like this is a base for they're going to build stuff on top of this. But right now, it's just like, hey, go te- play with the text for speech thing because that text for speech has zero word filters and it's hilarious. It's, the, it's not got word nope. filters. There's a I tried some pretty heinous shit on that thing, well, yeah, and it all works. Um, this is going to be like teaching Furbies to swear. This is going to be fantastic. Yeah. Um, and the, the text-to-speech is genuinely pretty good and customizable. Um, and like you will log into your Mitomo once a day, and you'll get all your daily login bonuses, and your Mitomo will just turn around and go... I took a picture of myself, and then this is a picture of him in some crazy pose, like... Oh, yeah, I keep somewhere. seeing all these like mental poses on Twitter. Is that like because you can... Can you pose your Miyatomo in things? Kind of, yeah. Um, and you can set so the I don't know how they're doing it, whereas like, I saw a Twitter from some video game personality who was like, look, I'm at WrestleMania, and it was him like, so you, on you, the WrestleMania stage. So you, was, can, you can choose any background for your picture and then like scale your your character somewhere on it. So yes, I've seen a lot of really good things. Like I've seen him sitting on like Hillary Clinton's shoulder, like whispering yeah. in her ear at one point. That was quite funny. Um, it's weird, and I really... I. I originally got it again just for like academic purposes to see what this thing is, but um, yeah, I'm interested to see what they do with it. But currently, I'm just buying hats. <laughs> that's kind just of buy it. Buy hats for a mutual. That's kind of it. Um, so that's now out. It came out um in the start of April. Um, yeah, go have a look at it. It's weird. Um, I find it. And also, it means I now have a Nintendo ID, which I'll probably never use. But... Oh god, that's a lot of giving my Nintendo ID. I no, it's a ever... new account that you link your 
Nintendo ID what? to... Oh, fucking Nintendo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Why one can they thing... not just understand how the internet works already? Exactly. But this appears to be it. But you also link your Facebook and Twitter at the same time. So, uh, yeah. You should uh, do that because it lets you find people. Anyway. Um, it's a thing. Yes. Uh, so you're considering playing, bringing the PlayStation VR headset to PC, which cool. is the link there, where it should be like, if I want to spend some money on a PSVR headset, kind of wanted to hook into Steam as well. Yeah. Uh, um, and actually, like, I was, I thought that was a really dumb idea because, like, how are they going to get PC stuff working? Yeah. And then this PC remote play stuff, like, I plugged my controller in and started the app and it uh, worked immediately. Like, so they're not saying that it would then become cross-compatible with, like, Steam VR stuff? I think or that's like what that? they mean... Basically, um, the quotes. Were so kind I could, of, I. So, but how? That wouldn't work because then how would like you plug your PlayStation? Oh, the move. All right, I was gonna say yeah. how would you plug your PlayStation and like play Job Simulator? Yeah, but it would be the move. I move. assume. Then how do you pair your move to your PC? Bluetooth. I mean, it's just Bluetooth controller. The same. All play, PlayStation Three stuff is Bluetooth. Uh, so okay. You could but then that. It. But that also registers like movement and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, you do that over Bluetooth. The, the, the sensors are in the handset so it's just sending like positional data to the okay. console it's not sure. actually doing anything special sure um but i mean like it's very kind of hand wavy and like i mean it's theoretically possible but we might not actually do it but we'll see um and again we were talking about the, the playstation 4k or whatever this rumor was yes, last the, time the 4.5 yeah. um they are purportedly um announcing it before the playstation vr launch which is in october so they're announcing it before that? Or? The, the report is that it will be announced before the PlayStation VR launch, so... So E3. Kind of, and adds more credibility <laughs> to the fact that... Shocker! They're going to announce yeah, no. the big hardware thing at E3. So it adds more credibility to the fact that it's going to have all the VR gubbins like, inside it, as opposed to as a separate box. So, um... Yeah. Um... Where are we? Uh, the interesting, just the interesting sign of the times with uh, Quantum Break coming out last week. Um, they have a setting in their audio settings, which is to turn off, uh, disable copyrighted music so that Twitch streams don't get um, audio content ID blocked, which I thought was kind of cool, but also like this is the state we're in where if you want to, if you want to stream this game, flick the switch so that you won't get, your, your, your audio won't cut out randomly. Yeah. Um, there was the vision bug we were talking about um, with backpacks, where if you crafted a specific high-end backpack, you then get locked out of your account. Oh yeah, is, that was weird. Which yeah. is one of those things which, as a programmer, you look at and go, how, like, how do these things go together? Like, how are these things remotely tied together? Yeah. Um, that, was, that was the same conversation we were having when that um, XCOM 2 bug came out, where if you turn on caps lock, it loaded faster. Oh yeah, that was... I went, I went to three different programmers and said, how does this work? Like, how does hitting caps lock make a game load faster? And no one could tell me. Yeah, it's a weird one. Um, but this is even stranger. But it appears to now be fixed with the latest oh, okay. patch or when the, the the last patch. So you shouldn't have to worry about it anymore. Um, Sega finalized the acquisition of Atlas. So the next Persona game will be published by Sega, which is... Well, it'll be published under the Atlas name, but via Sega. So yeah, they now own all that stuff. Um, have you watched the Overwatch animated shorts that they've been? No, because like I, I don't. I, that game doesn't really interest me, so I don't really care about. Oh, it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, because um, like, I, I I know it's going to be like a good game because like Blizzard games are normally pretty, are well made and all that sort of stuff. But I just yeah. I don't. 
I am one of the few people on Earth that doesn't really like Team Fortress 2 as a game. I don't like it so, either, particularly. Um, like, but I will totally play it and, and see like, you, you No, you're not. It costs like 40 quid. You're not going to play oh, that. Yeah, it's not free to play It's not free to play. If it was free to play, I'd be all in that game, but it's not. If the reviews <laughs> are good, I, I would give it a shot because it's been a while since I've had like a proper fast-paced shooter. Um, Let's wait for Unreal Tournament. <laughs> Yeah, true. I need to get back in. I need to try that game again. Now that I've got a um, graphics card. Well, it, it might have been, uh, it might have been Doom, but Doom's getting some bad rap. So yeah, that Doom beta looks weird. So the open beta for that is next. I didn't write it down, but it's next weekend. Um, oh, okay, on cool. all platforms, as far as I know. I might like, try that next weekend. There's a next weekend or this weekend. Sorry, this weekend. I forget. Okay. This is Tuesday. Uh, yes, this weekend. So running from Friday to Sunday this weekend. Cool. You can download it on PS4 now. I know. Um, but yeah, so it's open beta, so I, I would check it out if I was here. Um, it has 10 years ago, um, roughly 10 years ago now, um, was the uh, the Skyrim, no, not Skyrim, Oblivion Horse Armor DLC debacle. Oh God. 10 yeah. years ago. Now look at the state God, of DLC. God, think about what's happened to video games. I know. And people were like, is this all DLC is going to be? Fucking the man taking my money for no... Good reason, and now they're like paying. They're, at- they're, they're making you. They're, they they want you to pay them an extra thirty quid for stuff that might come out with every. Nearly every video game has a season pass now. Yep. So it's like, what the fuck happened? Like, how did it get that far? Where it went from really shit DLC to a period where DLC was pretty fucking great. Yeah, where you had like all the Mass Effect two DLC, Mass like, Effect really Bioshock stuff. Mass Effect uh, really changed people's opinion on DLC, I'm pretty yeah. sure, because they were substantial chunks of content. The Mass Effect 2 DLC is, like, some of the best DLC. Yeah, definitely. And 3. 3's got some... Citadel and 3 is, like, incredible. Yeah. But um, And then it went from that to, like, DLC just becomes major... becomes a part of thing, like, everybody does. And then... That also like, kind of de- yeah. And there's console alignments for that stuff, so like you'll yeah, get DLC like first and... and all that sort of stuff. And then season passes happen, which were fucking bull. And they're still kind of bullshit. So yeah, two dollars um, fifty yeah. for the horse DLC. Two dollars fifty that changed the face of video games. Yeah, I forgot that it wasn't even like a stat increase. Like it was purely no, it was visual. Just, it was purely visual. Just do you want your horse to have golden armor? Yeah, and, now so, people are, and now people are paying real money for dance emotes and Destiny. Like, yeah, the world has changed. Your, your guardian did the Carlton dance. Yeah, um, there's a rumor going around based on some concept art that came out that the next God of War will be uh, set with Norse mythology as opposed to oh uh, yeah, to I saw that Greek Greek. Yeah, um, that could be cool. Yeah, totally. Like they need to do something to fight in the game. Odin and all that stuff. Um, it does show Kratos though. Like the ghost Kratos. of Sparta turns up in Valhalla. Apparently, who knows? Um, there's a bunch of details if you just Google it. There's a bunch of details about like what they think they're showing and all this kind of stuff. But yeah, it'd be. I want to see what a like a proper next gen God of War game looks like. Yeah. Like in a different world, but I'm disappointed that it's still Kratos because blood probably that, looks really good. I can't take that man screaming anymore. Like I'm kind of uh, done with it. Yeah. But how pissed off he was about he's everything. Mad. He's really mad at everything. Um. Child or whatever yeah, story was. Over and over and over again. Um, the Gears of War 4 has a release date, October 11th, for Xbox One. Um, and there's cover art. Com- which there came from, art. Cover art came from Entertainment Weekly, strangely enough. But um, like it's got an Entertainment Weekly watermark on it. 
Um, but yeah, it looks like some Gears of War ass cover art, which, yeah, so October 11th for that. Um, Remedy have kept up their long tradition of um, taking the piss out of people who pirate their games, where if you pirate Quantum Break, you discover that the main character has an eye patch for the entire game that you can't get rid of. That's weird. That was pretty fun. But they did the exact same thing for Alan Wake. Um, like the exact same thing. Um, which I think was pretty funny. Um, they actually have a segment in their official um, FAQ about it where the question is, Jack looks like a pirate. And it says, DRM might have accidentally triggered. Make sure you've logged into your Microsoft account before starting the game. Thanks, NeoGAF. <laughs> so, yeah, they know exactly what they're, what they're talking about. That game, that game got meddling reviews, right? It was like... Yeah, it seems very average. And yeah. the whole thing about the real TV show did not seem to add much to that game. Oh, but I really want to see it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, want to see what Remedy do with a real TV show because it's probably going to be really hammy and kind of bad. Super hammy. Uh, Apparently, the, in, the in-game TV show, not yeah. the game... It's your, it's your, the Nightfalls equivalent. Yes. The TV the show that plays... is based on Alan Wake, right? Yes. Is that like an Alan Wake thing? Yeah. Which is a really weird snakey in its own tail thing, but... Yeah. Yes. Yeah, um, like, but I, I, I want to see them both. Like, I want to see the end game one because they're normally pretty cool. And I want to see the real one because I think it's going to be, like, like, couple first episodes of Defiance. Like, like sci-fi original series level. That's of, the term like, I've heard a lot of people pretty, say. It's pretty hammy and kind of bad, but really compelling. Yeah, that's kind of what... I, I want to see it too, and it will appear at some point. The, the, there will be, like, a... If you go onto YouTube and probably type in Quantum Break TV show, it'll probably have it all already. Yeah, totally. Also, the just as a warning to people, the PC version of that game's kind of fucked up right now, um, technically-wise. It? It's just not running well, even on really high-end rigs. Oh, weird. So, yeah, um, Digital Foundry have a really good article breaking down what the problems with it are, so go check that if you're going to buy the PC version to see if that's going to be an issue for you. Um, Sean Ashmore's in that? Yes, he is. Yeah. And it's really disappointing because I really like him. And He's alright. He's fine. He just keeps... Littlefinger's in it as well, right? Littlefinger's in it, and um, the Scottish Hobbit is in it as well. Whose name I can't oh, remember. Oh, yeah. Donick, uh, Dom- Dominic Monaghan. Monaghan. Yeah, Monaghan. Yes. Um, this is just the weird crossover again, which keeps, keeps appearing of, like, US Senate crossing over with video games, where a pro- this is the headline from uh, Eurogamer. Pro-vaping congressman takes heat after spending $1,300 of campaign funds on Steam. On vape Steam or Steam Steam? No, like Steam, Steam, like digital Steam, not... Oh, okay, sure. Not yeah. fat burns or whatever they're called. I can't remember yeah, what it is. Like, yeah. Um, he previously... This is uh, Duncan Hunter, California representative, and disclosed the payments of which there were almost 70 between mid-October and mid-December last year in a summary of his campaign finances, and they were listed as personal expense. So I think I think uh, Duncan Hunter hit the Steam sale pretty hard. Yeah, <laughs> probably like. um, But yes, apparently he previously found internet fame after a video emerged of him vaping during a congressional hearing on whether e-cigarettes should be banned on planes. Um, huh. and, and he said, like, it would have been funny if he'd said, no, these things are evil and shouldn't be allowed. But no, he was yeah. pro-vape. Um, yeah. He penned a blog on the subject which begins, yes, I vape. Like, it's becoming, like, jeez, oh, I, hate, I hate it. I hate it. I hate, I hate vape it. culture. <laughs> oh. Vape culture's the worst. Yeah. 
Ugh. Anyway, um, and he's now been investigated by the Federal Election Commission. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> so yeah. So don't spend campaign funds on the Steam sale. That's all I'm saying. No. Also, um, don't spend it on vaping. Yeah. Like also, like don't do that. Um, don't vape. Don't vape in general. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that Titanfall two trailer we talked about came out um, as well. Uh, should be announced at which is actually the date on it coincides with the uh, EA E three presentation. So there will be more more date there. But the important things are robots with swords appears to yes. be the most important part. Non non beam saber swords. Yeah, uh, and it is. Although there may be beam sabers. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but there will be it'll be multi platform this time. So PS four, PC, Sweet. and Xbox One. So I. Uh, Downfall 1 was one of these games that, like, took about half a year to sit on. Because it came out and everybody was like, this is pretty fun. And then, like, it wasn't talked about very much. It didn't have legs. It didn't have the legs it needed. Yeah, and then, like, half a year later, everybody remembered back going, fuck, I could play more Titanfall. Like, because I could. Like, I did it as well. Like, a lot of the press did it, and I did it as well, where it was, like, kind of going, Titanfall was, like, really fun to just play. It totally was. Because you could, like, jump around all crazy. The whole, like, jockeying thing was really fun, and... You got giant it, mechs, and you can kill people with giant mechs, and that's always fun. It was a really, it was a really kind of exposed the core problem that people always complain about, like oh the the Call of Duty upgrades system of like oh you need to grind XP to get better guns and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. The problem with Titanfall was it wasn't enough guns to grind. No, and as much as people complain about yeah. that, that was the thing that had, that gave it the kind of longevity that it just didn't have. Yeah, like eventually jumping out of a mech lost its luster slightly when you were firing the same gun that you had at the start of the game. Yeah, um, you got that one SMG, and then you were a kind of an idiot if you used anything else. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Um, so yeah, this just happened just before we went on air. Um, GTA producer Leslie Benzies has sued Rockstar for 150 million dollars, and Rockstar have sued them back. Um, so Benzies left Rockstar North, which is their their Scottish division based in Edinburgh. Um, it's like down the road from you, right? It's up the road from me. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. Um, we like walked by their office once, like yeah. on the way to the cinema or something. Like, oh yeah, there's Rockstar. It's a very like, unassuming oh, building weird. until you look through yeah, it. It's just like, like a weird office front. It's... Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he went on sabbatical for a couple of months um, in January, and then decided he was not returning to work for the company. Was the official line, but it turns out they're slightly more complicated than that. Where basically he's saying that um, he was put enticed by Rockstar, as his quote, to take some sabbatical after GTA V came out. And then during that time, he reportedly discovered numerous deceptions, is his words, designed to push him out of the company and deny him royalty payments to the tune of $150 million. Wow. So it looks like, if, if what he's saying is true, it seems like they were all conspiring to kind of get him out so that the royalties didn't have to get paid. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, but yes, Rockstar are suing them back. So, um Okay. We'll see how that goes, but like that literally happened just as we went on air. So we, that's about the, all the details yeah, we have. This is the fastest we've ever gotten news this is, on this yeah, show. Yeah, this is literally the fastest we've ever reported Most news. Most of the time we are super late because <laughs> things come out exactly after we record. But Yeah. It's why, it's why it seems like a lot of podcasts record on Tuesday as opposed to Monday because all the news happens on Monday and Tuesday so they can go I guess it's because like, everything builds up over the weekend and then they suddenly just spurt it out. Yeah. Um... So yeah, the bigger the bigger stories, and unfortunately, a bunch, they're all super depressing, <laughs> which yeah. is bad. Are the, the top two stories are left? Um, so we're talking about that Siege of Dragonspear expansion for Baldur's Gate. Um, it came out, and there's been a bunch of pretty whiny internet babies. <laughs> yeah, like that's yes, whiny internet babies is the um, is the best description yeah. of it. 
where they appear to be so mad for no reason. <laughs> they appear to be getting uh, the two main things that people appear to be pissed. Well, there's two categories of things people are pissed off about. Apparently, there's a bunch of bugs, specifically in the in the multiplayer. Yeah, which are that's stopping fair. People. There's like weird multiplayer bugs and some graphical issues, which is hundred percent fair. And yep. that's fine. That is a fair reason to make a legitimate complaint about that game. Yes. However, the one that people are complaining also about is the fact that there are. Uh, one of the main characters now is a transgender cleric, and they have gone deeper into the story of some of the female characters from the original game, and have yep. kind of rounded out their stories slightly more. And people are pissed off about that, because the internet is a horrible, horrible, disgusting place. Yes. Um, you read through the Steam reviews, the negative Steam reviews for that thing, and they're just... It's like, it's there was one of them that was like, how can they have a transgender character in fantasy? Like, because... Like, well, there's magic, and how can it be transgender and stuff? Yeah. Like, come on. That was, not... that, that, yeah, that was a couple of my favorite tweets. Is like, I think it was actually, I can't remember, it whoever it was, the, the, the gaming version of The Onion. Um, yeah. That do it. And they said, yes, like, um, internet gets mad at game with transgender people getting in the road of their magic and dragons. And you're just like, yeah, like, none of this is... Oh. And and like, there was a- there people go like uh, saying, "Oh, the writing's not like it was in Baldur's Gate," which like might be true because it's from a different team, but they were mainly complaining, saying that the writing wasn't the same because it wasn't the characters weren't written as like rigorous fantasy. Like I'm a I'm a knight character and I'm like a blah blah, which they kind of were in Baldur's Gate one. Each character had like a weird individual flaw, but they weren't sure. like massively deep. But whereas- that was. But that was the th- I mean, that was the thing about the original Baldur's Gate was it was one of the big games at the time that was really focusing on narrative between characters. Yeah, like the, the characters are really good in Baldur's Gate. They have some cool interactions and there's cool backstory and stuff like that, but they're not massively deep. Like the sure. one, the, the thing that you need to do for them, for example, when Minsk finds his wife, like mm. there's not a lot else to him past when you find his wife. You learn some of his backstory, but like not... You don't learn the really cool stuff until Baldur's Gate 2, which is after they've learned how to do like really good writing for characters, which is like give them good backstory and sure. explain stuff. And but yeah, um, and yeah, and there was the other part where a lot of people were saying like, "Oh, but why stop pushing your your politics into my fantasy game?" And it was yeah, like, was... if you look at like any of your traditional fantasy, your Lord of the Rings and, and all that kind of stuff, like a lot of them Game are of Thrones, ri- it's all yeah, about of, politics. But, and they're all written, especially like a lot of Tolkien stuff was, or a lot of fantasy is used as a metaphor for modern culture, like yeah. as, a, as a reflection of things that are happening in the world. And it's yeah. 2016, like when did the original Baldur's Gate come out? It was 98? 96 or something? Something like that. Like it's, t- it's 2016, like people are writing, people are better at writing video games now than they have been. Yep. So... Oh, it's just annoying. My favorite, my favorite quote. The reason why I, I bookmarked, like I didn't book any of the bookmark any of the traditional gaming sites for this one. It was um, VentureBeat, which are a um, kind of marketing and the uh, thing for games and entertainment. And um, because their final quote in this thing was a quote from a negative Steam review, and it says, uh, "Can the dra- transgender character please be removed so my daughter can play?" Reads one post on Steam. I live in Turkey, and our society frowns upon non-binary sexual relations and genders. Once my daughter saw a transgender person and asked me about the whole situation, it wasn't easy to explain everything. She chuckled every time I tried to sound serious about the situation. And the response from Vigerbeat is, "Poor guy, he had to talk to his daughter about a serious issue." Like, yeah, that's the point. That kind of sums up the whole thing. Like, yeah, if you're scared of something, go learn about it, as opposed to blinding other people from it. Instead of like telling people to put it away, yeah, go and learn what it is. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, 
so moving from one disappointing one story to another, um, the the real tragic story of Alison Rapp. Um, yeah, for the past a couple shit of weeks. Show. So for people who haven't been following this, and to be honest, I hadn't, I didn't know this was a thing until a couple of weeks ago when all this started kicking off. But um, Alison Rapp was an employee of the Treehouse, so that's the localization division of Nintendo. The Treehouse were kind of like the community division. They were the people that were running like streams during E3 and stuff like that. Yeah, the they, yeah, they had their own streams and stuff like that. But it seems yeah. like that's kind of what they do. It's their their kind of media facing stuff, and they also seem to do translation of of stuff. And again, the internet got really annoyed at some of the stuff from the Fire Emblem, the last Fire Emblem game. Yeah. And I can't. I, I, I throughout this whole story, I couldn't figure out exactly what it was that they changed. Or they, they, they were annoyed that apparently got changed. There was some things to do with... No, wait, was that Fire Emblem? There was something to do with character... No, it was Xenoblade. And like Xenoblade, oh, Xenoblade, sorry, right, yes. Yeah, there was a Xenoblade thing in during character creation in the Japanese version where you could have like a boob slider. Oh, and, stuff and they removed like that. that's what it was. And they removed and they that. Removed that and there was, people there definitely, got really mad. There definitely was some stuff about Fire Emblem as well, but I can't remember what some, it was. Yeah. Um, I mean, I the... the skin ship thing where you could like touch them and stuff oh but yeah there was might have been, I can't remember but it might um, have been. but whatever it was people decided that somehow worked out that she was to blame for this even though she had nothing to do with any of these decisions and yeah. in fact came out and said like no I fought for the boob slider to still yeah, be there yeah she wanted the boob slider yeah. um, and has like and has talked I'm not gonna there's so much to this story I can't possibly go into all of it but suffice to say she's been very vocal about um, the acceptance of Japanese culture into we- like bringing that over as opposed to editing it for westerns and all this kind of stuff. So like she's the epitome of everything that these people agree with. Yeah. And for some reason she got pinned she on um all of this stuff got pinned on her and so the the the, the end so she's been getting harassed for weeks actually. Yeah, a lot of time. Um she's had to talk to police to warn them of suspicious activity and all this kind of stuff and people have yeah, been like digging up. their family and stuff. Yep. It was um and then Nintendo let her go basically last week. Yeah. Um Well on their from their end it was like a she was violating her contract because she had a second job. Yeah, which so she admitted she did have, but it was like and said that the second job was totally within the realms of stuff they're allowed to do, like as part of their contracts. So, and again, this is one of the things I think it was on. I think it was on Bobcast last week or something like that they were talking about this. But they said that like we're never going to have enough information to know whether this was valid or not. Like they're never going to talk about this. Um, where she says one thing, Nintendo say another thing. We're never going to get the full story of this. Yeah, because, well, we're never going to know. Yeah. Um, but if yeah, if what happened was Nintendo couldn't, were not able to take the brunt of this anymore and ruin their brand, which is like is the point of the whole thing, right? Nintendo, you're Disney, right? They're a family focused brand yeah. that can't be associated with any of this stuff. And if that was the reason she got let go, that's really disappointing. But also like kind of expected like we we talked about we've talked on here actually about the the nintendo employee a couple of months ago that talked talked about their process on the podcast and then get uh, a podcast sorry and get fired for it um like nintendo are really secretive about this stuff and if you don't if they feel you're not if they feel the brand is being damaged more than you are worth then you're gone because that's how corporations work yep um, and it's really depressing if that's the reason but again we'll never know but the the, the thing that is definitely true and is without reproach is that the harassment that she got for something that was literally nothing to do with her is sickening like it's just it's ridiculous how this happens and it's exceptionally depressing 
Um, but yeah, it's you should go. There's a number of articles on on this whole thing. And actually, I remember because a couple of the articles had pictures of her throughout her career. And I remember watching. She was at E3 showing off. Uh, uh, Yoshi's Willy World. She was with Keely showing off Willy World on one of the E3 streams. Oh, really? Okay. And I remember watching her and going, "Oh yes, I remember her from that stream." She was super excited about all of that, all of the was stuff she that was really going excited? on. Oh, yeah. She was a, a, like, um, I can't remember who it was that worked with her at some point, who's in, the, who's still in the media, but said like, "No, she was a huge Nintendo fan. Like, this was just a dream job for her, and ah, it's all falling apart." Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, um, the internet's a depressing place every now and then, but yeah, and becoming more and more so. But yeah, we just have to keep talking about this stuff and not not just let it keep, go keep telling people that they're doing things wrong and that they're idiots and eventually they'll yeah, work. and then praising people that are doing the right thing as well, which is yeah, which is which is a good thing. Important. Yeah. Um, yes. Do you have anything else or, or uh, no, not really. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Yes. So yes. So what you what have you got over the next couple of weeks? Well, I've got those two videos that we filmed at the weekend. Yes. Uh, so they're going to go up next week because I'll be able to get them together. So, so one video on Flame Over, which is that roguelike game with the awesome soundtrack we've talked about. Damn, before. damn cool game! Like I've never it really seen it before. Is. It's damn it's cool. It's really good. Um, and we accidentally played through the whole of that Final Fantasy. Yeah, it was only like a demo. twenty minute demo, but we played through the platinum demo for fifteen and like talked about. Many Final things. Fantasy games and like the anime and, and the like movies, weird and movies and that game is like Kingdom Hearts and all that kind of stuff. It's a lot like Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, it's uh, so yeah. So they'll be up next week. So you should go check that out. Yeah. Um, in terms of games, uh, I'll be diving to play diving, more division. Yeah, more division. I'll be diving into that Destiny patch a little bit tomorrow just to see what they've done. Um, Me and a few friends have literally just bought um, Vermintide. That uh, oh nice. Okay, I'm. I'm really interested in that game, actually. Because it's on sale right now on Steam. Oh, is it? How much is it? 15. Oh, cool. It's because a lot of people are saying it's like Left 4 Dead with... Yeah, and like, I, I know someone that's put like 90 hours into it, and they're like, yeah, it's amazing. So okay. we're going to... Me and a few friends are going to jump in. Cool. I will, I will consider it. Um, yeah, I, like, they'll, it'll be random things for me because there's nothing... And I will really... keep playing Baldur's Gate. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm interested to see how that um, DLC comes out. Yeah, like it's going to be a while before I get there, but I'll get there eventually. Yeah. So we'll be back in two weeks, and we mean it this time. Like, yeah, yes. just, I was ill last week, so I couldn't. You and was mega ill, and then got delayed by being a 17 year old. Um, I was on holiday. I was on vacation. I'm allowed to every now and then. Um, but till then, uh, check out the site gameenginestart.com is where you can find all of our articles, our videos, and um, podcast. Uh, oh god I've lost my flow shit what happens next YouTube is so good at this uh, youtube.com slash game engine start is the is our YouTube page where all the videos will go they usually go up a couple of days before they hit the main site uh, we're on Twitter and Facebook if you search game engine start you'll find us on there podcast at gameenginestart.com is our email address if you need to get in touch with us and yes okay I got there eventually uh, we'll be back in two weeks so until then we'll see you later see ya